Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Fresh. Of being a free agent. And he drops that one. I love it. I love it. Annex is a bum. Man, the chat is still doing it. I love it. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the VMware Nuggets podcast. Oh, oh my God. Did you guys miss us? Did you miss us out there? Was the two-hour show not long enough for you? You wanted more of this? We got our first, like, weekday off in, I don't know how long, a year? Yesterday? Man, I... I didn't even appreciate it because I just slept. Of course, means you did appreciate it. That was great. I can't sleep for some reason. I have a little insomnia. I, my body's adjusted to not sleeping. I think. I haven't tried, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you have there, Mo? Oh, it's tomorrow's uh, parade cigar. <laughs> you already you have it. Prepping? You're prepping it. Don't don't smoke it, or people will question your journalistic values. So, <laughs> no, <laughs> man, let's that, get spicy. Hey, can we talk up. about that, this? Can we laugh heresy. about this I later would on? Love to talk. All about right, it. you know what? Let me introduce my panel. Right. Though over here, he brought <laughs> no shortage of flower shirts. We got Brennan Vote. Harrison and I were. Uh, do you mind if I if I blow up your spot from earlier today? Is that? Sure. We I don't know what you're about to say, but sure. I sat down in the middle of the office, oh, yeah. cracked open the office rakia and listened to some Serbian folk music for the last hour. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Some turbo folk? No, you know no, that's no. What's called turbo folk? No, no, the old school stuff. Oh, I, really? I went to Miroslav, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you remember the name? <laughs> Come on, man. Dude, uh, <laughs> speaking of music, I, I still need that song that was banging when we was in Serbia. I want Which that one? So, I, there was a song we heard. Joker, Joker's on fire. Joker's on fire. Your defense is No, it was like rap. It was like Serbian rap. All right, so was hard. Was that Red Bar? Serbia hit up hit up Dev. I need it. Yeah, he's got to figure out what it was. Over here, though, the man with no journalistic integrity, it's Harrison Wynn. Man. Whatever you guys want to tell me about <laughs> anything I've done over the last 48 hours, you can't tell me anything. Get, well, I was just going to tell you, you did a great job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I guess I'll... Your opinion... I'll take it. You know what? I'll, I'll take it. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. Just, uh, your opinion's actually the only one uh, I care about. All right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and then over there, of course, Superstar Dev. My last couple of... Or actually, this last two days, um, since... It's been just all looking at you guys online. Victory laps. Uh, I, I, I love Harrison right now. He's on top of the world. Vote is in his element. Eric is in his bag, and I love the book that you guys are, are dropping or we're dropping. Um, yes. I just love to Gold see how era, everybody's feeling. Even Kale, he's just he's now relaxed, and I love when Kale is in a relaxed <laughs> For state. For the first time ever, he's like, hey, I want you to do it. We're championship. No more worries. So that's, I, that's what great. I've been loving. <laughs> Only Dev can make you feel good and bad at the same time. Oh, yeah. you know? He He's just has that superpower, man. Um, it is the hangover. Actually, first of all, Kale, do we have graphics for the book? Because we are, we do have a book, and I think it's out today or tomorrow. 
like the turnaround on this was quick. We've been working behind the scenes, guys, like crazy over this last like month as we kind of start to see the writing on the wall. You got to be prepared. But this book, man, I'm telling you, it's so freaking dope. Writing from these two fellas to my left and to my right, as well as Mike Olson, great photos. It really is like taking all of our coverage, some of the best of our coverage from this year and throwing it into book form um, and so you're going to want to have it like visual elements as well right? visual elements like everything man i'm telling you it's going to be that coffee table book that you actually get excited to flip through all mm -hmm. the time just to relive the happiness that i'm sure you still are feeling right now in your hearts um so check it out really cool and i think it's it's like not very expensive either it's like, i think it's 17 bucks is that a weird oh man i wish we were charged way more that's like one <laughs> I know, salad considering we get a percentage yeah. of it that's yeah. what, i know it's like we're <laughs> when i saw that i was like what are we doing here right it's on. a commemorative book i'd pay a hundred dollars but for I, I've also I published the last story for that book at 5.30 a.m. And you guys saw how drunk he was? <laughs> I was sober. What do you mean? <laughs> I just was a little lightheaded off the cigar. That's all. <laughs> I published the last story for that book, the Jokic Finals MVP story, 5.30 a.m. the morning after they won the championship. I mean, I think, and this has been true, like one of my favorite things about the DNVR experience is winning. We'll, well, that. But we'll drop a shirt. And it'll sell, you know, a bunch or whatever. And then it, and then it'll sell out, and we'll move on. And then people will be like, "Hey, man, I was thinking about buying that shirt last year, and I didn't. Do you guys have it?" And it's like, "Nope, it's gone. Yep, and we're moving on, man. We got the next thing or whatever." So, what I well, the reason I say that is when I see people wearing some of the original designs D line made, the Paul Millsap stuff from way the home or whatever, mm -hmm. I'm always like, "Good on you." Good on you that you made a purchase when it happened, and now you get the coolest piece of artwork to wear all over. So I feel that way about the shirts that are made, Nug Life. I mean, come on, man. That thing is so gorgeous. God, it's a beautiful And then the shirt. book, of course, so don't miss out on it. All right. Let's get to the hangover, Kale. Let's get to the hangover. Um, and this one is in literal, in a literal sense, I think, the hangover. Like, literally hungover from this one. Um, yeah. I'll start with you, Wind. How are we feeling? Two days later? And is there any perspective you want to share that you didn't have in the immediate moments afterwards? I mean, I do want to talk about uh, Cigargate. But okay, yeah, we'll get there. I we'll can, get there. I can get there in a little bit. Um, nah, man. I, it's just like such satisfaction. Um, you know, a lot, I've been thinking a lot about how Nicole Jokic reacted to winning the championship. And I definitely say like he was less emotional publicly, you know, um, than most guys but for him i just think it was this feeling of satisfaction and this feeling of finishing and completing the job and that's a lot of my emotions over the last couple of days satisfaction and just this this like over encompassing like relief and just level of content about completing the job that they set out to do right because like this has been a freaking journey this has been a journey over the last eight years, over the last, you know, four years with DNVR. And, you know, just to see it every step of the way and to see it completed, it, it brings me and, and it brought like Nikola Jokic just an overwhelming sense of like, we did the job. We completed the job that we said we would. Right. And um, that just makes you feel really good. I think the Jokic part of this is really interesting because the how much are you supposed to celebrate and do all those things? And let's not kid ourselves. We'll get into it a little bit later. Yoke's celebration energy was the lowest of all time. Yeah. Honestly, the lowest of all time. But to your point, 
if you watched all the videos, as I'm sure all of us have, you know, all the little clips and all the interviews and different things, there was actually a lot of really rich and and interesting things that he said and reflected on. And there were moments of like absolute jubilance that were in there. But like anything, people want to tell a certain story about Yoke that is true, but they'll key in on one part of it. And that part that they want to key in on is the why is this guy so uninto it? Again, that was just part of it. There were other parts of it where, say, for example, he dove into a pool. But this is how you sell Jokic, right? If you're going to make him marketable and talk about him without his help, as we've talked about, it's sort of like New Balance does with Kawhi, right? You lean into just how boring he is and anything that could be stretched into that or under that umbrella, you do. And so it's like that, right? Like, obviously, we know a large part of Yoke cares, but there is that champagne video. And that plays so nicely into what is kind of a fun sell to the general public about Jokic, which is... (laughs) This is a different guy than anyone we've ever seen. Yeah. But I'll even push back on that just a little bit. Because, again, Kawhi really is. There's a reason they sold him that way. I don't know that Kawhi has layers to him. Yoke does. Right, right. And maybe I'm wrong on Kawhi. I don't cover him as closely as I cover Jokic. Maybe if shoes were reversed, I would would feel the same way. But, again, Yoke, there's more to him. And that's why I say when he goes to the podium and he talks about – you know, people often talk about how failure tries to lead to success, and Giannis fumbled over when in his and you know post game conference he fumbled over. I think the right words, but Yoke I thought nailed it, and that he was like, first you're bad, yeah, then you're good. I love that. Then you lose because you lose when you're bad, but you don't. What do you learn from that other than how to win? Then then once you're good, then you lose, and that's when you have to either learn the right lessons or not. And I just like that to me. That was such a perfect way to to kind of phrase it and everything. And like I said. I felt there was stuff in the post-game commentary where Jokic was extremely reflective in a way that we don't always get. And again, for us sickos, we cut through that first layer, albeit a true layer, and there was a lot of other stuff there. Yeah. Dev, yeah. what about you, man? What, what's your hangover take? Uh, really just looking like this has been about reflection um, for me personally, um, just going through um, the whole journey, um, like Harrison said. Um, because I remember the beginning, like the true very beginning. Um, it's kind of ironic that they played Spolstra because I feel like that in, in a sense of I was in the control rooms and not really, you know, mainstream or anything like that. But I was there in the Brian Shaw um, era. I was there the day that Gary Harris was drafted. That was the first day that I began um, this whole journey. Um, I just was not in the public eye in the same ways that I am now. But just to see how far they have gone. Um, to see how the organization has changed, to see new people come around. Um, just pretty cool to just see that this is what it's all for. This is where a lot of people, you know, they've been doing it before this. You know, they're 20, 30 years in of just truly being a fan, and this is the moment that they've been waiting for. You get to just take it all in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that one a lot. And that, <laughs> and even people that aren't big fans, man, I will say this. I had so many messages on like Facebook, text, uh, Instagram, all these people email people emailing me that I hadn't talked to in 20 years. And we've seen this before at certain levels. After they beat the Lakers, I got a lot of messages from random people. But the championship really was one of those ones that reminds you that's like, oh, yeah, man, everybody's paying attention to this. And a lot of people are wrap, getting wrapped up into it, people that were jumping on. So to your point, that that I felt that because of how big it took me 24 hours to get back to everyone. I'm not kidding. It was that many like little messages yeah. here and there. What do you got? I've just You're been, not even hung over. You've been having hair of the dog. Yeah, I'm still 
parades tomorrow. <laughs> Until when will you sober up? Because then the it's parade. a week. Well, then it's a weekend. Uh, yeah, but I'll need that weekend. <laughs> okay. And then we have Vegas coming up, man. I gotta. You gotta get. Yeah. I gotta get down before I can get get it back up. But. Oof. Before I can get excited again. Clip that. Don't do can that. Can we clip that? One? Don't do that. Hey, man, you got to get yeah. down before you also, can get it up. That's also kind of true. Um, <laughs> no, I think I've been thinking a lot about the culture of Denver is really malleable right now. And we're as aware of it as anyone, as people that are fighting to create and then preserve something in, in the community, sort of sense of local civil pride. And then also just something that makes you feel cool. It's cool to be a part of Denver. And I think about how malleable it is. There's old Denver. There's new Denver. They do have something in common right now. And they were here when the Denver Nuggets finally won a championship. So I've just been thinking, you know, if the org wants to, if ownership wants to, if people like us want to, there's no reason this can't be a basketball town. You know, this stories change with titles. Fates change. Reputations change. And traditionally i know it's had its moments but traditionally not a basketball town compared to the broncos the avs but why can't it be there's new denver there's old denver and they have this in common yeah mine takeaway would be michael malone set the stage afterwards like he did this whole playoffs by saying our next and final stop is dynasty mm, and yeah. to me that's the cool thing let's take a break on the other side i want to get to that part of it as well as break down richard jefferson's take but we got to take a quick break to pay some bills richard jefferson guys who would have guessed he had the most fire hot box and hot takes of all yeah. <laughs> uh breckenridge brewery the official beer of dnvr check out breckford we got tons of breckford in the bar uh also check out the mile high city gold nail in that uh, beautiful Rainbow Skyline can and box right there. If you don't know where to get brew, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator. On their website, that will tell you where to get Breck Brew. Type in the zip code, boom, brings up the locations to get Breck Brew. So check out Breck Brew, the official beer of DNVR. Also make sure to check out Ivy Nutrition of Wash Park. Stop by their Wash Park location, corner Alameda, and downing if you mention dnvr when you come in you're going to get 50 percent off your first iv nutritional drip call them today 720-259-4404 for more information they have a lot of stuff other than just drips they've got wellness blood testing and consultation intermuscular injections with vitamin formulas tons of different iv drip options as well uh, so make sure to stop by their wash park location corner alameda and downing just mentioned dnvr when they when you come in you're gonna get 50 percent off your first iv nutritional drip call them today 720-259-4404 well you guys know how we like to do things on the dmba show live where'd he go we do it live adam is gone where'd he so go? he's gone for a brief moment uh i suppose i'm hosting kale i'm told you know what to do here richard jefferson quote boom, boom. pull it up Okay, Richard Jefferson, not exactly the most effusive Denver Nuggets uh, praiser, cheerleader out there. <laughs> but here we go. He's looking at the, the first run here that Jokic just had, his first run to the finals, looking at the stats. And here's the quote, because statistically, this is true. He's Kevin Durant in scoring, RJ said. He's Magic Johnson assisting. He's Tim Duncan on the glass. And he's shooting a better percentage than a guy like Steph Curry. And I do think he means there in his first finals run. What did Jokic shoot in the? I final? think I mean above forty from three. I think like forty-five from three, maybe. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, do we have the video too, Kale? Does that? We're supposed to go through them one by one. All okay. right. 
There we go. Well, listen, I don't. I didn't know that. Let's go through them one by one. Kevin Durant scoring. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, this is what he's known for. He's got mm. the fourth highest average of all time. In his first finals MVP, he averaged 28 a game. Do you know what Nikola Jokic averaged? 30. So mm. Nikola Jokic is out there. Kevin Durant is known for scoring. He's one of the great scorers of, in NBA history. But, and Nikola Jokic, with all due respect, did not have the space of Steph Curry, did not have the space of Clay Thompson. So Nikola Jokic, that 30 points a game, that is a very, very impressive 30 points a game. Harrison. I mean, this is cool, but like, I can't get that worked up over a Richard Jefferson clip. Like, because right. I just know it's bullshit. Like, right. Also, <laughs> like, we, this is cool, but it's Richard freaking Jefferson. Like, right. But we, we could have done this ourselves without his help. However, statistically, <laughs> the stats don't lie. This is real. Um, so, Dev, I do think it's important. This part of it is important to hear from people like Richard Jefferson because he might be the kind of guy that in the past, gets up on TV and says, "Is Jokic isn't an elite scorer, right? Great player, but not an elite scorer. If you're scoring like Kevin Durant at the biggest stage, you know, that's elite. I think the biggest thing for me is who it's coming from because Richard Jefferson, despite being a teammate, has been one of the most vocal haters um, when it comes to Jokic just because he always tries to preface it in a negative way. Um, so for him to... Put him as the highest or like what is known to be perceived as the highest um, that there could be in every single way. It just shows how much this championship brings to Jokic and how people view him. Because now his whole tune has changed to where now he's saying that he is the best in every single category of all time. Yeah. He should have just said that. <laughs> and I think a lot about. And he did some research. The scoring thing, though, is... Or maybe somebody did some research for him. <laughs> Probably that one. The scoring thing me, to me is interesting. You know, Murray said that Jokic can get better. He can be even more dominant. I wonder how much of that just means scoring. And I wonder what the threshold is where trying to score too much means you've gotten away from whatever the Jokic magic is. You know, I trust him to do that calculation. But is there is there headroom for him as a scorer, Wind? Can he get better as a scorer? Yeah. I mean, he can get better in every aspect of his game. Um, you saw with the three ball in the playoffs. He, Jokic is a 40% plus three-point shooter in the playoffs, like for his career. Right. And he just doesn't hit them like he does in a regular season. And I think just part of that is he just focuses in more when the playoffs start. And like that just that hones in his shot a little more. Um, does he have more headway to to make up as a scorer yeah i mean i it, it would be so foolish to put any limit on anything nicole Jokic can do now is there a point where it's suboptimal though as opposed to just playing the right way you know yeah i mean you guys know me i think the best version of Jokic is when he's scoring 25 to 35 points right i don't think the nuggets are at their best when Jokic is scoring in the 40s they have lost those games before in the playoffs so I mean, he look the, after this playoff run, it, it's undeniable the scoring. And that's why finally somebody like Richard Jefferson is coming around to that. Richard Jefferson, of course, the guy who said Jokic and Giannis are both tens on offense. Right. Like, OK, <laughs> um, so it, it's just become a point where it's undeniable. Right. And that's why you've got people like him saying that. 
He's Magic Johnson assisting. Sounds like it could be hyperbole. Not much hyperbole left to lay on Jokic, but let's uh, let's look at the numbers and the clip. Talk about his passing, right? Oh. When Magic Johnson won his first Finals MVP his rookie year, 9.4 assists to the game. Jokic averaged 9.5. So really, we can say he's Kevin Durant from the scoring side. Who is he from the passing side? He's Magic Johnson. Dev, he's Magic Johnson. Serious question that years ago might have sounded unserious. Can he be the best passer of all time? I think so, yes. And out of all of these hyperbole or whatever you want to call it, this is the one that like I feel like people have been around for a long time. Like um, For the first few years, Jokic was known as only a passer. It was always he's a great passing big. He's one of the best passing big. Now he's already solidified himself as the best passing big that you – would be disrespectful to say that um, to where it's now he's just one of the best passers of all time. Magic Johnson is known to be, a, you know, one of the top five passers of all time. So if not number one, right? Not number one, but he put himself there. Um, so Jokic, yeah, this this does make sense. And the crazy part is they, they stopped scoring against the Heat. So that could race. Um, he stopped hunting that because he started scoring a lot more. So he could just have guys hit more shots and that could be even higher. So that I think is going to go higher in the next finals, probably next year. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. It's a f talking about a Frankenstein of the greatest players of all time. And the thing about Jokic getting that title now, <laughs> you can't say anything is off the table, man. I mean, I think he's already the best passer in NBA history. Who you is? Really do. Who is? Is it magic? I think you could magic LeBron, Larry Bird, Jokic, Steve these are the Nash. Names. Steve Jason Nash Kidd. is up there. Those got to be John Stockton. Stockton. Those three have to be up there. Yeah. Magic's in there too. Yep. Top three. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the group. Yeah. But I think he might. I think he's in that group, and it's it's crazy, man. I, at, so I think he won a title, his first title, thirty-two years to the day after Michael Jordan won his first title at age twenty-eight in Game Five. Yeah. All I'm saying is. It's all on the table, man. All of it. The hot box and hot takes. Let's get back to RJ's take. He's Tim Duncan on the glass, Kale. This one's believable. He's unbelievable on the rebounding. Why, why not? Oh, okay. Well, Tim, Tim Duncan. Duncan. When Tim Duncan won his first finals MVP, Tim Duncan, next to David Robinson, averaged 11 and a half rebounds per game. Now, Tim Duncan was young in that, that era, but at the end of the day, Jokic averaged 13 and a half. So, yes. Jokic was older than Tim, but it's the same thing. So who mm. is he on the glass? He's Tim Duncan on the glass. So so far, we've got Kevin Durant on the offensive end. We've got Magic, Magic. Johnson. Down Dev, sometimes I think this might be the thing that's least appreciated about Jokic. We talk so much about what a scorer he is, a passer yeah. he is. Some guys' rebounds are, they just fall to him or they stole him. But throughout the postseason, Jokic beat every big to seemingly every rebound, and it was huge. Yeah, I mean, this one, I think he just wanted to throw a legend's name in there. Mm. Jokic is, I mean, they're centers, and he also is a dominant center. I do think that it is one of the um, under uh, underspoken about, like unspoken about thing, thing about him is how good of a rebounder he is. They're not starting to talk about how he's just a big guy. Like, well, duh, he's been a center. He's been a big guy. Like, mm. But now, since he is such a dominant um, rebounder it's just made it a little bit more but when you throw Tim Duncan's name out there I think it just holds more weight there yeah I mean his rebounding is one of the more unappreciated things about him Jokic is probably the strongest player in the league mm -hmm. 
And um, that's why guys like Anthony Davis just can't keep up across exactly. a playoff series against them because Jokic just wears you out. He wears you out when you're defending him, obviously, and he wears you out just boxing him out on the glass. And, I mean, that's just something that you don't appreciate a ton, again, unless you watch him every single game. Um, but, yeah, he's a dominant rebounder. That series against AD, he was getting every defensive rebound, and he would just turn and start running. Yeah. And there's one picture of AD kind of slightly behind him, and he's looking over at him like, we're doing this again? Yep. <laughs> I got to keep up with this guy again? Yep. It's unbelievable. Also, I think I saw a clip earlier today of uh, younger Jokic playing basketball. <laughs> That's great. Did you see the rebound where he tips it to himself? The second mm -hmm. jump? All going all the way back. I see the then. one where yeah. he just spikes the ball on the ground because he's so pissed? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> it's the second jump. I think we've said it a lot on this show. If you're new here, if you've missed it, to me, it's a really yeah. cool thing to call out about Jokic. His vertical isn't amazing. Yeah. But the second jump, that pogo stick... You'll see while other guys are loading up to get back up there, he's so quick to get yeah. back up in the air. It's an elite athletic tool. And uh, Adam, do you want to just come back on, bro? Or do you? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm not as excited about that clip as some people are, just because it's Richard Jefferson. Like, I don't, I don't take anything that he says as like truth. Like, I just, I just can't get there. But with these are stats, he says. and it's kind of exciting. What cool. about this win? Yeah. Does this get the juices flowing for you? He's shooting a better percentage than a guy like Steph Curry. That's fine. What are, can, can we talk about his three-point percentage? Let's talk about his three-point percentage. Steph Curry. Now, we understand Steph Curry, this is his primary weapon, and the amount and volume is very, very different. Yeah. So I'm not going to say that he is Steph Curry from three. But percentage-wise, sure. when that ball goes up, he's making 46% of his three-point shot. That's almost half of his three-point shots, and we know. All right, well, first of all, I got to push back. Let's go. Because here's the thing. I'm Jeffers, Richard Jefferson, whatever, is the, the carrier of this message. Is he an imperfect messenger? Absolutely. Here's the thing. What lies have been told so far? I mean, they're stats, so yeah, they're not lies. But isn't that the point? This is what he's doing. So I'm giving him credit. Like, sometimes, yes, was it a um, broken clock is right twice a day or whatever it is? This is what it is for sure. I don't care about the deliverer. I care that it was on ESPN, that it was a wide audience. And even a little bit of a uh, part of me goes, well, yes, he was a hater. But and so it's kind of cool that a hater got had to like change his tune and go the other direction. But regardless of that, I'm just more into the numbers of you think of Magic as one of the all time best passers. Of course, yeah. Didn't yeah. have as many assists as Yoke in their respective first finals. You think about Kevin Durant, one of the all time best scores. Didn't average as much as Jokic when he made the finals. So that to me, like these stats are what's cool. And the rebounding one, I'm with you, Dev. That's like, all right, what I mean, it's rebounding, the least sexy stat, like whatever. <laughs> but this one, three point shooting, 47%. And the fact, the thing for me that makes this so cool is Yoke shoots 33% from three every single year. And then every year in the playoffs, he shoots 40% or above. That's my favorite. And this year to get to the finals and shoot 47, mm. I feel like that actually does mean something. Yeah, and it, it's just, you game plan for him in so many different ways. This is the one that you just don't think about. And he just ups his level in the playoffs where he becomes nuclear from beyond the arc and makes it tough for the game plan to, like, how do we slow down this guy that's now knocking down every single shot? And he's actually shooting them on, you know, high volume. It's not like one shot a game, DeAndre Jordan or anything like that, but <laughs> just just leaves after that. that. It makes it so much tougher for teams to, to game plan for.
Yeah. It does help put it all in context for me. What we saw with our eye test. Oh, man. Ironically, by the way, Jokic is like the ultimate eye test. That's <laughs> so true. You, just, you know who's watching and who <laughs> isn't. But the... Um, that it's one of the very, very best finals performances of all time. We're going to feel that way because we understand the weight of he did, no matter what he did. But that also, in a very ESPN way, in a, any kind of basketball conversation you want to have way, there's a pretty black and white case that he just went out there and, again, another irony, labeled briefly and erroneously as a playoff dropper on the internet, no man, no one's ever done this in their first finals. Is he a good three-point shooter or is he not? Jokic? Yeah. Yeah, he is. But he shoots 33%. Because he's not focused during the regular season, man. <laughs> I was just leading you there. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you see when Jokic is locked in, how good of a shooter he is. And I'm going to jump the gun maybe here, but another big takeaway from my experience watching Nikola Jokic in the playoffs is I think Jokic is an elite defender. Oh, I actually do. I put this out on Twitter. I think Jokic is an elite defender. Full stop. Yeah. Because you saw it in the playoffs when he is locked in, when he is going 100%, where's, where is holes defensively? Put him in a million pick. Like, yeah. Do, you, do well, we not get, think teams tried to do that? Amber, you're getting ahead of this, the, and, the bit here. And, and, right. and, hold on, hold and on. Look what happened. Bit. So <laughs> it's the same thing about his three shot. Point shooting. If yeah. you just go off of what he does in the regular season and define him by the player he is in the regular season, that's not who he is because he's not as locked in as he is when the shit actually matters. My, this is my hot take on Yoke. He should have been MVP. I, he shouldn't have been MVP because of the last month. I did, whatever. Embiid gun for it. Yoke didn't. But he was second or third at MVP voting, yeah. right? He should have been, respectfully. And he was in first or second gear. And exactly. people don't understand that about Yoke. Right. It doesn't make sense. And they're like, come on, just fanboying. The three-point shot to me is the ultimate one. And by the way... And the defense, too. And the defense. But those, but the three-point shot is the number. Like, the defense one, at least, it's like, there are numbers about it. We'll get to it. But at least, like, the, you know, the three-point shooting is the one where you're like, no, he's not a good three-point shooter, except for randomly, every single playoffs, he's a great right. one. Randomly. Every single, <laughs> randomly. And on top of that, it's not just like, ah, yeah, he lucks up and hits one here or there. It's an actual game plan. Game four of the NBA Finals was all about... Well, you know where we can increase the variance? Let's just make him shoot threes. And guess how long that lasted? Not very long as he kept draining <laughs> yeah. threes against them. And that, to me, is the ultimate Jokic number, three-point shooting. He might be Dirk Nowitzki as a shooter. He just is never focused. Yeah. And honestly, I scoring, and I, mean, I know the game has changed, but again, I said to these guys, well, you were gone. One of the original knocks was that he's not an elite scorer or can't be. And if you're doing better in your finals debut than Kevin Durant... I'm going with Elite. Yeah, I love that. All right, what else is there? They can. So, all right, we have we have a couple stars. What else we got? Oh, <laughs> look at those That's... numbers. He is Giannis on the defensive end, and I'm not saying that he's blocking shots. I'm not saying he's doing all the same things that Giannis did. But the numbers don't lie, people. Look at those. Don't lie, and this is contested field goal percentage. And by the way, they were within 0.1 percent of Giannis's contested shot numbers. Jokic contested a lot of shots because he gets tried a lot. Yeah. That number was incredible. And guys, I was laughing with some buddies, Milwaukee Bucks fan yesterday who was talking about, yeah, but defense, this, this, this. And I go, big Giannis guy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, 
How many times did the Heat score 120 against the Milwaukee Bucks? Not <laughs> let alone 100, but 120? Guys, they got over 100 once. Once. And they made, what, 18 three-pointers to do so? Like, with every other game, the faucet was turned off for them. And they get 93, 94, 95, and 89 points, respectively. Get out of here. It's over. People will hold on to the narrative. But to yeah. me, that one is over. I love your hot take, even if it did come one segment early. The one thing uh, that I'll say, um, this is, the, I think, the most difficult for everyone that's – I'm not even going to call them common, common fans. I think just people that just watch basketball or, like, love basketball because this is where analytics takes over. Because if I'm just watching games, I'm like, well, Bam Adebayo is getting off on them every time. Or, you know, such and such is scoring on them every single time. Like, when you have these big men matchups – they kind of go after him. It looks like until you see these, you know, TPA and, and everything else, right. like these graphs that show how dominant he has been. So I do think that this is the one that is hard to understand, like with the comment, like if you're just watching. Yeah, but even then, like because the, the in metrics or whatever, I, like I even want to put those as auxiliary evidence to yoke even just how disrupted they were and by the way jimmy butler coming out and saying it saying it eric spolster coming out and saying it, it was one of the cool things about afterwards was him talking about how hard it was to score on totally. this team so yeah. to me you don't need the stats like i also want to put those aside because that's the thing everybody always tries to discredit but all i'm saying is i agree with both of you good luck standing on this take next october he's going to turn in a legendary non oh it's so true but right because we know the truth is and the reason why some people could hear this even still with you know aghast the low lights are real low and we know but what he's capable of doing when it matters and again steals deflections defensive rebounds these are many of the ingredients of a robust defensive profile, but because he is seven feet tall and it's not always blocks, you just say, well, he's not a defender, but he's changing possession. He's closing passing lanes. He's limiting you to one possession. These are all elements of defense and his ability to go from defense to offense. It's a very like a lot like Tim Duncan. It might be more, it might be more robust. It might be more, you know, he's just such an amazing player uh, in the, in from there's I'm shutting off this pass. I'm getting the rebound and now we're on the break and he does it himself in seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like, who's a better three point shooter, LeBron James or Kobe Bryant? I think most people would say Kobe statistically untrue and shooting should be statistical, right? We could be able to point to it. But the truth yeah. is we know that LeBron's shot selection was different than Kobe's and that their roles in their offense were different. I think it's similar to yoke where He's a great, great, great defender who doesn't always bring it. That's a separate part I want to get to here in a second. Yeah. But more importantly, that he just impacts the game. It's just not blocks. It's right. not that kind of stuff. It's, yeah, but the team is so flustered by how to get around him and how to do this different yeah. things. And the, the proof is in those numbers about contested field goal percentage. Something that was very apparent in the finals regarding his defense is his basketball IQ and his just awareness and how when they're playing in the drop and pick and roll, he was so good at forcing Jimmy Butler to stop his dribble, right. not letting him get that pass to Bam Adebayo, sometimes baiting that pass to Bam Adebayo so he could block the shot or steal or like deflect the ball off him out of bounds. Like he, it, There's no way to quantify that. Yeah. There's no way to quantify his basketball IQ. But, I mean, when I think of Nikola Jokic, offensively, defensively, his basketball IQ is the one untouchable trait where he just rises above anybody I've ever seen. Yeah. And you see that 
translate to defense on plays like that, where he is tricking the offense into doing what he wants them to do, and Denver's getting a stop back. And he right? plays defense down low near the floor because he's not a vertical player despite his height, and he knows he's not going to beat you in the air. But your pocket passes, right, your your little dribbles as you're snaking into position in floater range. Yeah. He'll swipe. He'll get it away, right? He'll he'll deflect your pass. and So he knows, like, he's not trying to beat anyone to the apex of the ball, but he can still be disruptive. Again, this is goes back to the... The Jokic take, he's only ever pushing our understanding of what it means to be great, particularly yep. at that position forward. All and, right. and just get ready for him to be dog shit on defense all regular. Oh, it's going to be the best. He's going to be terrible. This is why I don't think the Nuggets will have a But it's all good because we saw him in the playoffs. This is why I don't think the Nuggets will ever win 67 and 73 games like the Warriors. Is One, those days just might be over in general for the NBA. But I just think that Denver will be really good next year without knowing what their roster will be or who's in the West or any of that. I think Denver's going to have a chance to beat the 57-win record next year. But I don't think they're going to get 60 or 65 or anything like that. I just think that naturally they're going to do it. It's going to be like this year. They're going to do enough to be in position to make a great playoff run, and that's probably just how it'll go. To recap, though, so we have scoring like KD, passing like Magic, (laughs) rebounding like Duncan, shooting like Steph, and defense like Giannis. And here's my thing. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being total propaganda, not even rational, we're just fudging the numbers, and 10 being gospel truth, I'm at like an 8. I'm at like an 8. It's not a perfect 1 to 1. But at the same time, man, nobody does all of the things that Yoke does except for LeBron James back in the day. And I'm not sure if there's another player in my lifetime, at least, that I've seen that checks as many boxes. Dev, 1 to 10 on that same scale. Where are you at? Um, I'm at like a, a, a one or a two. <laughs> Full on propaganda. <laughs> Yoke is Yoke. He his, he's his own scale. He, yeah. he is. He's going to lead all of those things because he's so different than every single one sure. of those players. Those are just reference points, you know, for, yeah. for them to go back to. But, but are they fair reference points is really the question. I think they're fair reference points just to give you like how good he's been. But I think now with a championship, he's the barometer. So now yeah. you have to reach these type of levels. I think at times, <laughs> man, Steph KD Curry scores like he scores like Yoke out there. Yeah, people are gonna start saying that. You got to average thirty in your finals you debut. Gotta <laughs> those, you got to yeah. do those type of. Those are good players. Like it's not like he's like the, he just. They're named, pretty good players. Those yeah. are all historic players. So <laughs> yeah. he didn't just name anybody, but now he's a new historic player. So now, which one does he take off of the list to be the Jokic? Yeah. Which yeah. one are they gonna take? I mean, Jokic's, Yo, Nicole Jokic's best historical comp at this point is Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. Like, that is who <laughs> he is tracking yeah. towards in his career right now yeah. in terms of the numbers he's posting, the stats we've never seen before, the triple doubles. I mean, he is modern day Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. I do think you sort of said checking all the boxes like LeBron. I think in the context of, of that framing, he is the best player I've seen since LeBron. And he's on that level. He wasn't even in those uh, comparisons, LeBron. <laughs> because, that, but that's the funny thing. Well, about, his first finals, he was young. He no, was like twenty-one. That's the thing, though. This actually yeah. is the LeBron Yoke comp. Like, no one's actually going to say that you do any of those one things like Yoke. The Yoke thing is that he does all of them. That he does all of them, yeah. And, and so that's how, and that's how LeBron James, who's not the scorer, is the leading scorer in basketball history. And I'm saying we're going to start to understand Jokic in that way, in that he's so good at everything. 
that you're going to start seeing people be like, well, other guys are better at this. Yeah. Probably not. I think the shooting and the defense are the ones that people aren't going to accept, although we agree that it is mostly true, largely true that he is a, just an elite player in a lot of different capacities on the defensive end. And then as a shooter, we just, look, man, you put in the playoffs next year, I'm going to go ahead and say 40%. I just think he's making 40% or more. Yeah. So we believe those parts of it. The assistant rebounds, everybody knows. The one I love the most is points because everybody – that does the MVP thing, or the, it's going to happen next year. Yoke's averaging 23, 24 a game next year, and people are going to be like, I just don't know if he can go and get you a bucket. <laughs> and we'll be able to say, you know what? Oh my he God. actually can, as well as the greatest scorers to ever play, yeah. ever lace him up, at least statistically. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, Cigargate, Wingate. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't wait. What is the appropriate way to celebrate a championship? Uh, when you get hurt, Bax and Shanker, they are here to help. They've been winning for Colorado families for more than 25 years. And the coolest thing about Bax and Shanker, you don't pay them any money until they win your case. Call them up, work with them. No upfront fees, no fees while they work on your case. You just have to pay them when they win your case. They've won over $1 billion for their clients. Now with even more locations serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, Fort Collins. They got 30 lawyers, 100 staff members. Bax and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. Call them today, 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bax and Shanker wins. Also at DraftKings Sportsbook, what do we even have to bet on that DraftKings Sportsbook right now? Um, we don't have the NHL playoffs anymore because those are over. We don't have NBA Finals action anymore. Um, we've got the draft coming up. I think you can wager on the draft. Uh, we've got Summer League coming up. I think you can wager on Summer League. We have, there are a couple props on DraftKings that are like, this player will be on X team next season. I think you yeah. can wager. Uh, where, where, where do they say those? Jokic will be? <laughs> be on the Nuggets? Where do they say Zion Williamson will be? Bro, that's happening, by the way, in like the next week. Uh, we'll get to I don't. I want to save all that for the next week. Because yeah. you know what? F them. It's our week. That's, that's peasant stuff. That's peasant stuff. <laughs> We're up there like, in the cast. Charlotte? Champions <laughs> week. We're doing, yeah. yeah our intern Nick is like tonight, the Hornets? You know? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, but make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, sign up with code DNVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at Sportsbook.DraftKings.com. Alrighty, perfect. We are back. Segment three. So walk us through this. Hold on. First of all, Harrison Wind. First of all, nobody is, I brought this up in the Slack. Nobody said anything. So now I'm going to say it on the air. We really undersold the fact that Harrison Wind dressed up as Stan Kroenke. It's a great for point. The, Honestly, was it not accurate? <laughs> Until I saw hold the on. picture, I wasn't sure. Because oh, we're both wearing a blue suit. I, you, yes, hold Harrison. on a second. I'm blue suit's this. the best color suit. Uh, Everybody knows that. You know what, though? <laughs> hold on a second. got to send this to Kale so he can pull these up. <laughs> but, but in the meantime, he's got to like turn these into little graphics for us. In the meantime, walk us through. You know, you're in there. 
So in a locker room after you win the championship, I learned this the other night. There is a staff member. I don't know if he works for the Nuggets or for the league. That is responsible for handing out cigars. He's on one side of the locker a room with a bag of cigars, a cigar cutter, and a lighter. Man. And that is his job that night to hand out cigars. So that's how I got the cigar. Okay. He offered it to me, and I didn't turn it down. And yeah, I smoked it, and I tweeted it, and I was fine with it. And then I started seeing a lot of blowback about me celebrating the Nuggets yeah. championship. Th and that it was inappropriate for me, a journalist, to partake right. in celebrating a well, championship. Well, let me start, because there were two complaints as far as I saw them. Yeah. One of them was, yo, this is so cringy, bro. Like, don't be so cringe, man. Yeah. To which I want to be like, this is the Twitter. Twitter ruins everyone's brain. I mean this right. sincerely. Like, there's a healthy amount that you can be on any social media platform I miss before media it really starts pulling you in. I just mean before it starts making you a cynical person. I know. And Twitter, to me, has like... You'll catch yourself doing this where your natural instinct is is cynical and your natural instinct is to dunk on someone for something. Harrison, having worked his ass off and just having fun and doing the job of his dreams, covering the team he likes, smoking a cigar in the locker room, is objectively a 10 out of 10 cool ass thing I like that this. can possibly be happening. Yeah. But Joe Blowing in the internet is at home going like, bro, it's so cringe right now, bro. Like, what are we doing? And it was like a lot of people that wanted to be like, you are the lamest human on earth if yeah. you think smoking a cigar in an NBA locker room at your favorite team after a championship is cringe. You just suck. Yeah. So first of all, that one, all right, boom, roasted. No need to go to it. Yeah. Got but, those graphics ready. Uh, well, let's save it for a second. We'll save it for the end here. So, all right. So, but the other part of it, the journalistic integrity. The journalistic on, integrity part. And um, I mean, if you're coming at me for that, yeah. first of all, you've just probably never digested any of our coverage here at DNVR. Yeah. Because That's when what it is. you are, when you put in the type of passion and emotion that we have to covering this team for the last four years and that I've put into covering this team for the last eight years, yeah. Ooh. and you don't have some type of emotional response, if you're not happy for the Nuggets, for the players for the staffers for the coaches for the front office members that you've built a genuine relationship with if you're not happy for them and if a part of you doesn't want to celebrate accomplishing that goal with them there's something wrong with you man right like there's something wrong with you if you're in that environment and you've put in what we've put into covering this team and you just have a straight face and you're just tweeting fucking the box score Right. Like that's what people <laughs> yeah. want me to do. Nikola Jokic's stat line. That, that, that's all people want me to tweet. So if if I didn't have that response, I feel like there'd be something wrong with me. So here's what I love. Let's just weigh this because I think we need to give fair treatment here to this argument and just see if it holds up. On one hand, we have a guy who has been covering this team at every single practice, every single home game, all events, doing podcasts five days a week, uh, knows the players, their agents, the coaching staff, the front office, develops relationships over years to cultivate all yeah. of that, uh, can tell you with depth stories about the players and how they got here and how they play and different you know, tendencies that they have that has cuts film because he studies the games and he tries to learn about the different schemes and tendencies and can do all of that um, and was obviously at this game. But... 
is also a fan of the team. But on the other hand, we have people I've never seen before in my life, in my <laughs> eight or nine years covering it, who probably couldn't tell you a single thing about the Nuggets' offensive game plan or attack or anything like that, but who are emotionally removed from whether or not they win or lose. Yeah. Which one do you think has the journalistic integrity? <laughs> in all seriousness, somebody I've never seen, people I've never seen Man. before in my life. And, and people... I'm there. Yeah. There have been practices. Vote you. It wasn't hard to get to practice, right? It's not like <laughs> you have to have the highest credentials or anything. Like You want to go to a Nuggets practice, you can get in. Yeah. And here's, yeah. the, here's the thing about being objective. <laughs> For Man. sure. A lot of journalists like talk about being objective. You're an idiot if you're 100% <laughs> objective. No, no, no. Because... Yeah. It is good for any journalist's career if their team wins a championship. Right, right. Like, unequivocally, that is good for your career. So you're an idiot if you're not happy for the Nuggets that they won a championship. And a lot of people are also coming at me for, oh, you're, you're a fan of the team. You know, you're not objective. You don't criticize them. It's like, have you watched our show? Have you read anything I've written? We criticized the team all year. Dude, we got fire breathing wind today but bro. if you were in my shoes and ryan saunders hands you a cigar and a bottle of champagne oh, i'm smoking the cigar you're gonna turn that down i'm gonna you're ask, full uh, of shit. i'm gonna ask for another one <laughs> i might smoke I this cigar right now <laughs> i'll go even farther on the in this one though because you said it's good for your career forget that every human is biased like it's part about 100%. being a human is that you have biases in some way Understanding your bias is so important. And let's be honest, there are people who cover teams who are too biased by their passion, by their love, to be able to tell stories with the same objectivity that Harrison Wynn has displayed. That being said, it isn't impossible by any stretch of the imagination to be able to understand your bias and navigate those things while also understanding that a large Perhaps a majority of the fan experience is the passion and things that you feel when you care about a team. And to cut yourself off from that actually would be to cut yourself off from the ability to speak to those things. Right. So when Harrison Wynn shows up in his blue and white suit, the Stan Kroenke <laughs> specials, we'll get to it in a second, and he shows up here. Okay, we can go to it right now. Hold on. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. So there we have. All right, yes. And I'm telling you, this is what he wears every time. The blue suit. Yeah, he did the that white in Phoenix shirt. for sure. All right, let's go back to the next oh, one. untucked I'm too. telling you, look at this. <laughs> I, I I know Harrison well enough, whether it was conscious or not. This was a... It's definitely you know not conscious. On. Come on. Come on. You know what? It's championship <laughs> night. It's championship night. I got to blend it. Stan might see me and go, Oh, how man look at that oh you look damn good though too you look <laughs> but, good. but so when good. harrison showed up to this to the, this bar two hours after where i've decovered the, uh, everything yeah. and everybody in the bar including and especially us picked him up basically to jump up and down <laughs> yeah. and then we sat here harrison is able to speak to the audience in a way that somebody that's emotionally removed themselves has no chance yeah. no chance I, also if you <laughs> also local media it's mostly people watching their hometown teams play. And you can pretend you're Dude, not. If you're not you, emotional after that, you can like, pretend there's something you're not, wrong with you. Yeah, you're biased too. I would <laughs> also <laughs> add being very I would also add being very, very, very upset that your hometown team lost and being pithy in your writing and calling for right. a bunch of jobs. Right. How is that objective? Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, exactly. I'm just glad. I actually think it was funny. I, there's space like for that, all of us. There's space like for all of us. Things like that to me are hilarious these this is what we dealt with people don't realize this we're three and a half years into dnvr when we launched it it was the number one thing people said including some very 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 small people you know like very, hey, 
<laughs> not physically small, <laughs> right, though, in some cases. But I just mean very, like, mousy people. would be like, well, they're fans of this or that. And, it, like, they almost, they had a leg to stand on because we hadn't changed the game yet at right. that point. And so there were people that would throw these, and then other people online that would be like, yeah, these real journalists are right. Three and a half years into it. Anybody covering it the way we have with the depth of all the things? Absolutely not. And no. almost no one ever says anything. For some reason, they came after my, my guy, Wind, when he was celebrating the biggest moment. And Wind, I love it. Doesn't even have to respond. Just yeah. like every now and then. I, like, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, I that, really don't. And that's the funniest thing is you got all these people, especially some of them were. I, I have zero regrets. So like, yeah, yeah. Do you feel regret like ever. on a scale of one to ten? How my, my throat still feels a little bad. Yeah, I feel like, that's like, about it. You're like, I do regret smoking a cigar because it is. Tough to yeah, do. But I have absolutely zero regrets. You, man, you didn't do the high school thing where you I smoke actually wish I didn't go harder, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> do you, the high school thing where you smoke a cigar for the first time? And it, I don't know if you guys have smoked cigars a lot. I can't handle it, man. That was my first one in a while. I almost died. I think Dude. that was my first one since maybe my smoke. wedding last year. It's going to be great, but it's also tough, man. It, no, it is I, tough. I, I had yeah, a headache. Right I had a stomach ache. I had shakes. Yeah. I, I, I did it all wrong. I I'll say clearly this. didn't do it right. At the no, parade, you did it right. You just had never tomorrow, done it before. I will smoke a cigar at the parade tomorrow. We're all throwing up in front and, of everyone. Uh, yeah. I don't want to hear... Please clap back at me on Twitter for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> man, by the way, the parade tomorrow is going to be incredible. Keep your ear to the ground for what we're going to be... If you see us there, man, first of all, wear your DMVR gear. Yeah. Uh, if you see us there, man, come take photos with us. Come come hang out with us. We're going to be... That's our party, man. And then afterwards, of course, we're going to be coming right back here to the DMVR bar. If you guys know, we're going to do a show afterwards. We're going to do two segments of our show wrapping up news and notes. It might be even three segments, news and notes from the parade, because I just want to revel in all of that and talk about all of the big things. But we're also going to have people who so come to the bar afterwards. Let's all hang out um, it, once we finish our show. But even on the show, we want people to join us. Come on, share your story about this whole journey. Give us a hot take. Maybe Hell you yeah. have another hot take. We'll have a good time and a good opportunity. So after the parade, DMVR bar, that's the spot to be. All right, one last break. On the other side, we got to talk about the winners and the best of the championship celebration. And last thing I'm going to say, I wasn't the only one drinking champagne and holding the trophy in the locker room. So. You got a picture with the trophy? No, I, I didn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, okay. People were posing for pictures with the trophy. Media members. You're a hack wind, and there's nothing you can do to get <laughs> And again, it. I don't have any problem with that, but apparently Guys, a lot don't, of people... don't attack him for smoking a cigar and drinking champagne in the locker room. Attack him for dressing like Mr. Grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> Address him for trying to put on a Halloween costume of Stan Kroenke. That's the one he's actually defensive about. Yeah. Let it rip. Yeah. Uh, make sure to. I'm just saying, I've seen a lot of suits, Dev. I have never seen that one. That was a, uh, you know, I've, that was the first time I'd seen that. I mean, that. I, dude, you know me. I haven't worn suits to games in. <laughs> I was surprised you. Three did. years. You know, it was since a power COVID. move. It was a power but move. But I yeah, did wear suits to the finals. Uh, it was the finals. It's the finals. You looked good. I'll tell you. Uh, that. We're also real quick. Uh, Eric's letting me know we're going to be here at 8 a.m. selling shirts before the parade. Yeah. Um, are those the championship shirts, D-Line? Are, those, are I, they going to be in? I don't, no? I don't think so, so, no. I don't know. No, so we'll have, but we'll be having everything else, though. So if you want to buy a shirt before going to the parade, just come down. We'll be open at 8 a.m. selling shirts, selling merch. Yeah. Um, make sure to wear these and bring these to the parade tomorrow. Shady Rays, a take on the sun, take on the Nuggets Championship Parade with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Uh, so go to ShadyRays.com, use the code DNVR, get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. 
Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by 250,000 people. It's a lot of people. They're great quality. Go on to ShadyRays.com. Just scroll their website. They got tons of different options, all different types of styles. Uh, ShadyRays.com. Use the code DNVR. 50% off. Two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Uh, I will definitely be wearing Shady Rays tomorrow during the parade. Yeah, if you see us and you like want a picture or an autograph, like tomorrow's the time to ask. You could probably ask me for money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, check out Kind Love. Uh, kind Love, an official partner of DNVR. They are a local brand. Kind Love Cannabis. When you go and you work with Kind Love, you buy stuff from Kind Love, it's always a consistent and great experience. Quality, integrity, consistency, variety, and safety is what they're all about. Kind Love is one of the first dispensaries in Colorado. Established in 2010, they are known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the state. It's uh, really good. Yeah? Yeah. It's really good. Big fan over here. I've, <laughs> I've tested the product. There you go. Five stars. Uh, visit one of their stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DNVR. Receive the DNVR exclusive discount, which is 25% off all kind love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. Do you know about the turbo joint line? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Five stars? Yeah, it's their own It's their own technology. It's their own line of joints. They're wow. uh, really good. Uh, you visit- could put the turbo <laughs> stick in the turbo joint. Jeez. I don't want to blow your mind up. I'll, yeah. Visit uh, the Kind Love website, kindlove.com, for their full extensive menu and online ordering. Yeah. Really cool company, by the way. Huge homies. They've been around for this like last this finals run. The guys, the guys have been here. They're yeah. so passionate about what they do. And they're passionate about the way I'll tell about Kind Love. They're very into like the organic experience. Yeah. The one thing that's different about other places, that's their branding. If you want to think about what they're like known for. It's that they are trying to do this in the most Colorado way possible, which is not contaminated at all, natural, all that different stuff. All right. And, and on this show. Advertise on this show. And because they advertise on the show. All right. Number, guys, we're what I want to go through now and power rank oh, celebrations. <laughs> am, like, I, am I number three? <laughs> no, I didn't include any of us. <laughs> Honestly, we would have been, nobody could have been one. One is like a lock. We'll get to it. But we're going to go in reverse order of the best sort of. Moments of celebration that I saw personally. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I might have missed one or two here, so you guys can I tell me. I added some to the list too. We'll see what we got. We'll see what we get to the, here a little bit later. But number ten, the old heads get Love their it. ring. Kale, do you have it here? Do you have the photo here? It's just cool because, especially that this became a storyline as the uh, make it full screen or something so we can see it. <laughs> Look at the old heads together, man. This is so awesome. <laughs> I'm so happy for these dudes. And you know who else is happy? All of the players, man. I really think that all of these guys, like the vets, they mean so much to a team. I'll never make fun of a... The DeAndre Jordan signing, even I was like a little this or that, but I will never make fun. We didn't get it. We didn't get it. We didn't get it, but now we get it. But now we get it, man. And Ish Smith, too. Like, same thing. How cool is it that it's happening in Denver, too? Guys like that sometimes at the end yeah. buy out. You go to the Lakers. You go to the Nets. It works out for you. But they were part of a great story here in Denver where they were part of the team. Even the fellas we may not see going forward are a part of that group. I yeah. love the fact that they really did not play this you know, much at all this year, but they were still such a big part of the yeah. team. And at no point did it like deflect to them like, 
hey, you you know, you came here for an opportunity to play. You have a couple more years or a year left, and you didn't get the no. Everybody's excited for them, and they're yeah. excited for everyone else. That's what it's all about, man. It's why it's fun to connect to every member of a team, not just like the one player, or this or that. Hey, man, how about DeAndre Jordan in Game Five? Hey, he actually played. Some good he played good. He had a block. Some good minutes. He, had a, he actually had some good minutes. Man, you're not wrong. That actually is well, cool. Malone was quick to that in the presser. Was he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan. He's so good. Man. All right, number nine. Talk to me. Cause choking on champagne. This Did you guys see hilarious. this? Hilarious. Yeah. Well, first okay. of all, okay. it's sneaky hard to drink champagne because it's so carbonated. Well, I, okay. I actually think Cause has a a thing where he like. Can't like acid reflux or something. It's, it's uh, I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak out of either way. It's still funny. Still hilarious. Let's do it. Vic Lombardi was really going out. I'm like, oh, How good. I just love him in the background of it. Yeah, he wasn't even trying to be part of this. This yeah. like this is just wrong place, right time. That's an MPJ interview, and he's my, in the my back. Only issue at this one is I think it's too low. <laughs> I think it should be higher on the list. Uh, number eight for me. Uh, I got to give some props to Natalia. I got to give some props to Natalia. She's actually had some good, like, camera caught her yeah, doing man. stuff. I also love that she's sneaky become the queen. You guys yeah, have noticed, yeah. like, people have really, like, started to like her in this. Let's go. Do you, Kale, are you alive over there? <laughs> Super producer Kale choking I, I here. I was just going to slash you guys and ask if Why you were yeah. yeah. Did you see how long I was like, trying to like, apologize <laughs> yeah. before he got to the video? Can we get a bottle of water? But yeah, this but is awesome. I just love it. Pure... Well, she I mean, shows pure more than joy. Jokic. By the way, fellow behind him, he was here at the DMVR bar. He told me he got the tickets, had no idea, but it was right behind the Jokic oh, yeah. family. So we met that fellow. Yeah, we met a fellow. But I love this, Natalia, and I love that now just the way that Jokic has become. You know, our you know, we how much we love him, even though he gives us nothing outside of the bat. I mean, he gives us everything on the basketball court, but no like auxiliary stuff. Same with Natalia. She's not out doing TV shows and her own podcasts that, but yet the city of Denver was like made her the queen. I love it. Yeah. And um, there was that one video of her, maybe game four, game three. Screaming. Where, like, she was out screaming the Jokic brothers in the <laughs> yeah. stands in Miami. Intense, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. She, Holy she, shit. She's got enough for her and Yoke. She looked yeah, like she had just, some curse words, definitely yeah, for sure. Man. Like she the way the like, brothers are like, she was like bobbing when they talk. out, just going. <laughs> blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> just on emotion, yeah. Deb, you have anything for Natalia? She's the queen. All right. <laughs> Good enough. Uh, number seven. Job is done. We can go home now. <laughs> so people have made fun of this one, but I actually think it's great. Let's hear the clip. Yeah, now you are an NBA champion, Nicola. How does that feel? It's good. It's good. <laughs> the job is done. We can go home now. <laughs> uh, first of all, 10 out of 10 shit-eating grin. Yeah. Yoke nailed it. He nailed the shit-eating grin. Uh, it's good. It's good. I don't know. I feel like he's purposely underselling this. Is he doing a little Jimmy Butler of his own? Yes. Yes. I'll hold the next one. Yes. I just think he's just so blunt, like that. He's, it's just <laughs> You're like right. he's what, never joking. What he said at the time, he's like, "Now I'm ready to go." Like uh, we did what we were supposed to do. Now he probably is even talking about Serbia. Now I could actually go. We could go back to where we, you know, want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. What else do we have? Number seven. No, number. We already have seven. Number six. Oh, Strahinja carries Jokic. Jokic is three hundred pounds. Two hundred ninety <laughs> pounds. Seven feet. You know, like he picks him up like he's 
On Yenna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at the strength here. Can you make yeah. it bigger there, Kale? Strahinja must like stand Boom. for like. Look at this. Just picks ox. him straight up. When's the last time you guys saw him in person, though? He's the biggest man alive. Oh, he's, 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 he's gotten big. bigger, too. He, he's yeah. the massive yeah. right now. <laughs> I just love that Jokic is like still the little brother. I mean, he's freaking 28. 20, so is true. he 28? 28 years old, yeah. and he's still the right. kid brother. Like, that's just a flashback to when they were, you know, five years old and 10 years old. <laughs> that is how I pick up exactly. my daughter. <laughs> but he must do belly. it all the time. Like, everything that he does, yeah. Jokic is just kind of like, just goes with it. Like, hey, it happens. Then his other brother's grabbing him by the neck and things like that. It's like the, the talented brother, and they're yeah. just, like, roughing him up. Bro, that video that went viral of Jokic working out after game four with the brothers. Exactly. It's the exactly that. And, like, yep. you just can tell they're the type that, like, do give him titty twisters. The scars <laughs> on his arms are probably half from his brothers just, yeah. just messing with him. Like, hey, man, you see that? Oh, you looked. <laughs> he just takes a knife. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, wait, man, what's going on? Um, anyway, that one was awesome. Um, Murray. And David Thompson, number five. Do you not have this one, Kale? Oh, okay, perfect. I just didn't see the link. David Thompson being there was great, and there were some really cool moments, but him and Murray together to me, man. That's an awesome Both with picture. the trophy. It was Midori that tweeted this one, right, too, right? Uh, she had one. Think, uh, she yeah. had one. There was a couple different photos yeah. of them, but uh, I think there was one where they're both smiling. But either way, the, the two of them together, man. Jamal was not letting go of that trophy <laughs> the entire night, man. Good. I love this though because we not letting go. We talked a lot over the years about wanting this moment to have some of that juice right there, connecting the generations, the yeah. teams of the past, the eras of the past. I thought Malone did an excellent job at every every chance he got with the media. He chose to speak on the Nuggets legend of old, right, and the and the bridges between <laughs> these eras. So maybe that can be the turning point too. You know, I I think I saw uh, the horse saying that he was really stoked to be back around as well. Right. So uh, you love to see it. Yeah. Dev, what do you think of that? Does it warm your heart, David Thompson, David Jamal Thompson. Murray? That's big time. Any time that a legend um, in a place comes back and they like honor that legend, I think that it's it just means a lot. And then also with it being David Thompson, he didn't get to accomplish that. So them making mm. it a part of their history, I think that is great that they accepted that. Yeah, yeah I love it too. All right, the next one on the list that I just saw the picture you used, Kale, I should have sent you the better one. But baby oh, Ogie, baby Ogiena with the trophy, <laughs> so baby Ogiena, um, and actually the one I had was her on the stage. I'm seeing if I could find it, but you can go ahead and go to the one. This you one's have. great too, yeah. though, because she's dribbling, dude. The dribbling one is the best one. That's she this switches. One. She flips from one side to the other. The thing I loved was the one with Baby Ogiena. Oh yeah, with the hat backwards. Okay, but hang on. Some sports accounts were tweeting she was using them as drums. My brothers, they're basketballs. She's dribbling a basketball. Yeah. Check, check assignments real quick, Kale. I just sent you another one. Babe, like drums. I mean, I'll be honest. As someone with kids, as likely that it's drums or basketballs. Either way, like just saying, like her father's a pro yeah, basketball but, player. Yeah, she's but probably dribbling. She's also so young that like. All right, fine, Adam. She could have easily been like anything. But this one I loved. This one, all night, her being, first of all, her being there was awesome. But her with the hat backwards, kids with hat backwards for some reason is so cool to me. Like, kids <laughs> the, pull it the off. The hat is bigger than yeah. her body. It's I like enormous. She looks like she's ready to hop on a skateboard. Just like cruise around. I love it. All right, number three. Michael Malone getting carried by the Jokic brothers. All-timer. <laughs> this is an all-timer. I can't, you talk about Yoke. I mean, Yoke still looked enormous as Strahini has carried him, but not old Mikey. 
No, he looked quite small, actually. This is, I think, the fourth time the Jokic brothers have picked up Michael Malone after oh, a dude, playoff series win this picked year. Picked up? <laughs> Did he in the air? Yeah, he got scared for a second. Right look there, he's like, how far am I God, going? Look at his arms go out to yeah. balance himself. <laughs> and as somebody points out, man, first of all, it's so cool because the Jokic brothers, just two, just... Goonish guys, you know, enormous guys. You're not going to say no when they come over to pick you up. You're not going to be like, hey, man, no, don't do that. But also, man, coaches, what kind of relationship does he have to the players? That not the players, the players' families came over to pick him up and carry him. That's how much love they've got for him. Man, that's why you go to Sombor. So you can get that after you win the championship. That's how you know that they're big dogs, though. Whenever you look at their videos... They don't wear like the family like lanyards or anything like. Everyone knows who they are. <laughs> they don't, need, they, they don't, don't need credentials. They just let them walk <laughs> by. Those two just like you don't see them with that. Everyone else has to wear like, hey, yeah, I'm with right, them. Actually. They're just like move out the damn way. Yeah, security's like, I'm yeah. good on that one. Like you got it, buddy. Yeah. Dude, I think it was before game one. They were coming out of the tunnel to go to their seats, and Shaq was also in the tunnel going out to his seats. And they just made eye contact. Shaq and uh, Strahinia, the older Jokic brother, they just made eye contact, and there was this mutual, just like head nod of respect. <laughs> I think it was the first time they probably met, but that that was their interaction. Black people usually do that when you see another black person at a place that there's no other black people. Like college. <laughs> in college, you have to do the nod every yeah. single time you see someone. <laughs> so there's also an enormous person's one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah big, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. definitely it. The, yeah, we're, we're, not, we're, yeah, we're big, we're big dogs. Yeah, we're yeah. Big the big dogs. dog. We know what it's like. Yeah. Number two. Jokic throws Murray into the pool. I oh, love this. Come on. Wait, Jokic, he's so nonchalant. He wasn't celebrating the championship, guys. I wish he would show some emotion. Hold on a second. Look at this one. Let's go swimming. I love Murray trying to resist it, too. And he says, don't hurt my hand. Uh, <laughs> also, like, how deep is this pool? Not that deep. That definitely looks like, like a... Deep. Well, watch Chalky. Watch he, this is the most high-pressure cannonball in history. There's no room for a cannonball. Look at the form. The form on that cannonball. That really was a great cannonball. I know. <laughs> You're right, man. That's a tiny pool. It doesn't look all that deep. Um, yeah. But you know what? And then they just hung out in the pool for a bit. Like, there's all those photos of them just kind of like full uniforms yeah, hanging out. Some, I, good old fashioned pool time. I love how iconic this is because yeah. that's all they talk about after is the pool. Yeah. And they got to get <laughs> yoked to at pool. the pool. Yeah. <laughs> the tiny little pool. That looks like the pool when you were a kid and you would go to like the Howard Johnson Hotel with your family. I don't know if you guys have these memories or not. Whenever I do yeah. basketball tournaments, that was like the hotel that was like $25 a night <laughs> right, or whatever. Right, and right. yeah, they had a pool in there. That was like the tiniest little pool. Yeah. It was basically a hot tub, but it was a swimming pool. Have you guys seen the Murray <laughs> pictures of the pool that he Yeah, they're out? awesome. Those are, because you see all of the iconic fo- like yeah. celebration yeah. photos. Yeah. I think those fit right in. Do you that, think that will be them. the iconic? I think it might be. Like, I think you think that's about the one. Jordan crying on the floor, this or that. I actually think them in the pool is the no lasting photograph. I think it's either. Jokic and his daughter, or that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I it'll agree. be that though. Like as much I, as I, I like I Jokic hope and his daughter, it's, it's, it's Murray and Jokic. Yeah, Murray it's deserves, the, Murray deserves it too. And then, guys, there was never any mystery about what number one was. <laughs> Shirtless Aaron Gordon walks home. He decided not to take the car. Do I mean, we know for to... a fact that he walked all the way home? Ah! Yeah, too good to he check can't. out. Too he good couldn't. to check out, man. Just too good to because check out. Because I, I tweeted that their after party was at Aaron Gordon's warehouse. Dude, it's entirely possible. Because I heard the roads were closed. There's no way that they walked. Right. It's not close. Not even. I mean, he made it to, like, uh, I think, 15th, 16th Street. 
He got back in the car, so the car cut circled back around. <laughs> but I mean, is not first of all, how I mean, how cool is this? Aragorn, first of all, he's still in his uniform. So he didn't even change. He hadn't shouted nothing. He's out there sweaty as can be, shirtless in the middle of the night, and he just finds a crowd of Nuggets fans and is like, you know what? I'm going to get out of my car, and I'm just going to walk into this crowd and just be with the people, man. All-timer all Mr. Yeah. Nugget move. It I actually mean, will yeah. never be topped. Yeah, That was my first thought. Like, this is the number one move in the history of, like, Mr. Nugget moves. And we've yeah. had some great ones over the years. But this is number one, and it's probably never going to be topped. And, um, yeah, this is, like, Mr. Nugget personified. That's all I have yeah. to say is Mr. Nugget. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's trending because, like, that truly is what it is. Like, if we didn't, like, already say that he was Mr. Nugget, it would have been the easiest thing ever right now. Like He would have <laughs> just did it himself. But we, we made the right call, and I, I feel very happy about the decision that we came up with. Yeah. Crowd is pointing out, you know, Jamal receiving the trophy and crying on stage, all which timer, is an all-timer. Yeah. Yep. There's another one I think is it's not in the top ten, but it's a dark horse. And it's a locker room video. I think Jake Shapiro had the tweet. It was Aaron Gordon. He says, if you're talking about basketball, you're talking about Denver. That it all goes through the Mile High City now. Do you have I that one was really cool to me? AG is the best. He is the best vibe. That framing is just so fun to think about, man. That's right. Between now and the next championship, it runs through this town. Yep. I love it. Mr. Nugget. With an all-time Mr. Nugget move. And to be honest with you, I don't remember. Deshaun Stevenson, when the the Mavs won the title, I remember there were like reports of him showing up at random bars and stuff. Like <laughs> like for days where yeah. he just kept partying. And people were like, oh, my God. He was at. But this to me is like the coolest. Just to immediately. Because that was quick. That By the way, do you remember? That was only like maybe 30 minutes after the ceremony. Right. He must have left the locker room quick, which kind of surprises me. Um, but just to go outside, like, I wonder what the story was there. Did he just like walk outside the locker room? And I mean, how well, did I mean, happen? dude, I'll say this: when I left the arena to come here, the celebration was still going in the locker room. Like it was going for hours after I left and got here. But when I pulled out of the arena, like it was still just lines of cars just honking and like people out on the street celebrating. Yeah. And that was, you know, three plus hours, three hours after the game ended. So yeah. it was maybe he just saw that and just sensed it and got to have his car. Could be. That's man. what I bet it was. Do you know how cool it is to move like that in 2023? To just be outside and just yeah. know, you know who's not messing me with tonight? The people of Denver, Colorado. Oh, man. Messing We're, with me. They're you know, protecting they're, me with their lives. That's right, man. It was the coolest day, man. AG, what a nugget. All-time nugget. Um, last thing real quick, I just want to say, the show we did, the post-game show for the Champions uh, Lounge, all-timer, in my opinion. I went back and watched it and felt just as good watching it a day later as I did recording it the time, you know, at the time. But I will say in particular, if you missed it or if you turned it off at a certain point because, you know, two, two and a half hours, you think, man, that's a long show. Go to the part where Harrison shows up and watch from that part to the end because, <laughs> one... The alcohol starting to hit for all of us. <laughs> it's like starting to go, so it gets for wild. Sure. We had an unbelievable live audience of people that were just so hyped up that they were up here crammed, and, and they had chants going. Probably we had like 30 people up and here And we had watching. Super Chats going. And I'm just telling you, man, it, it was if you missed it, if you just thought, I'll get out of here before the Super Chats end or whatever, 
Go back and watch it because you're going to feel all those feelings that you felt two days ago. They're all going to come flooding back ahead of the parade. And again, tomorrow we are going to be at the parade. Find us. Come talk to us. Come hang out with us. Come party with us. Afterwards, back to the bar. Same exact thing, guys. We're going to be going again all afternoon. Let's get some Super Chats out of the way. Vote is technically still going. Uh, Josh Barnett. (laughs) I cried at the final whistle. I cried when Wynn returned to an on-air group hug. <laughs> I will cry when my Nug Life with the championship emoji Aww. shirt arrives. Bloody love you, Colorado. <clears throat> Bloody love you right back, Josh. Bloody love you right back, mate. 85, Ramos. I don't care what happens next year. <laughs> Just stop there. High on life right now. Just wondering who you guys are sending to the Wizards game in D.C. for the cherry on top. To go to the White House? I don't think if you go to cover it, you get to go to the White House, do you? I'll be at the White House. You You'll can't, be at the White House? When you can't smoke cigars at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Axki Free. I just pre-ordered the Golden Era book. Hell Love yeah. what you guys have done for Thank Denver you. Sports. Cheers to the start of a dynasty. Pickaxe, pickaxe. Nice. You're going to have that on the coffee table forever. Forever. Remember this forever. I'm going to try to. Joe Iroh 27. Dynasty inbound. Next box is to check. Best record in NBA history and a finals. Yes. <laughs> Just keep the dynasty going, man. Ethan Holiday desperately need Ryan Blackburn to tweet. The Nuggets will never be a dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all the coverage all these years, y'all. Telling you, jinxes are a, a thing the Nuggets used to deal with. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was the thing. That was a, the old Nuggets. This is the, this is the golden era Nuggets. Haley Keel. Harrison looks more like Stan's son than Josh. <laughs> uh, it's just, it was more like a same suit Carl Comstet Harrison had to wear a suit He can't be upstaged by the heat maintenance crew <laughs> That's so true That's so true <laughs> Heat maintenance crew always in suits <laughs> Why so was that fun. guy in a suit? It was amazing Wait, though what? I don't get it Do you when remember they, when the, when the, the rim the bed? Rim? The maintenance oh, guy, the guy who fits. He's somehow in a full suit. <laughs> he somehow yeah. dresses nicer than hey, I've man, ever done. He fixed it pretty quickly. He did. <laughs> yeah. he, he meant business. <laughs> I'm like, he, he knew something. It's like screwdriver was like inside pocket here. You're like, wait a second. Yeah. It's that was the quickest rim adjustment ever. Everybody looked down oh. the line and he's just like, I got it. I got it. <laughs> the fixer. Teledan Hogan. My favorite saying is, you must be mistaking me for someone that cares what you think. <laughs> there you go. Grammy, uh, yeah, Grammy McKinnis. Grammy, thank you, thank you, thank you. Found y'all during the bubble run and have been an avid listener since. Well, then, thank you. Had to move to NYC the day after game four, and y'all made me feel at home while being away. That's what it's all about. Love it. All love love to all of DNVR. Let's fucking go. DNVR, LFG. Clayton Fritz, super sticker, Jokic's face on a can of Spam surrounded by a plate of pickle rolls. Man, yeah, that's what uh, uh, Alec Gwynn made one, the Spam pickle roll. I love it. It was pretty good. Just Spam the pickle roll. <laughs> I just got that. By the way, Evan Evan Turner went to that well again today. Yeah, I saw that. Was that like, today? The, yes. the reply was today. He goes, I still think I'd put him in a high pick and roll. Like, I mean, right, go coach, buddy. That's Andrew why you're Sullivan, not in the league, bro. Favorite moment. I know. Doing media work with <laughs> us. Favorite moment, Jeff Green getting overwhelmed with emotion and falling to the court after the Nuggets won the chip. Hell yeah. Jeff Green, who apparently takes the losses the hardest out of anybody in the Likes hey, winning, too. took the win the best. The boy's dad, Mr. Nugget, is going to walk the parade route tomorrow. Uh, hey, can we do with a, a shirt off. Can we do a quick expectations power ranking for parade? Number, who's going to be the MVP? Malone. <sighs> I think Michael Malone has got to be like minus 150. 
What do you think? In Dad? terms of a speech? No, just in terms of like who's going to be the MVP. Like, I kind of gonna... think it's Aaron, right? I, I think it's DeAndre Jordan. Man, mm. that's a good one. It's a sneaky pick. I'll take I'll take Mr. Nugget. AG for just a repeat performance. DeAndre Jordan. From after He'll be game with. Five. He's going to be the MVP of the people. He's the people's champ. Yeah. Who are you most excited to hear from? Will Jokic get plastered? Will Jokic? No, he's got an early flight. <laughs> He'll do a drink some sometimes. Is he going to talk first so he can just go to the <laughs> airport right that after? That he's gone. Um, will Josh Kroenke be wearing a DNVR shirt? He did last year for the Abs. Maybe I think we'll yes. See. I hope so. I'm going to go with yes. That would be pretty dope. I have no idea. Um, I am very excited, though, to hear Murray and to hear Jokic, but I agree. I think I think Michael Malone is going to be the one that brings the heat. He's just, first of all, he's the talker of the whole group. He talks to the media the most. He just is made for those moments. And if you ask me who's going to be drunkest, Michael Malone is number one <laughs> He as might well. also win that one. Who do you think will be drunkest? Bruce. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce actually because you just don't know if he's drunk or just, not. He's just just on, wild. on whiskey. He's just kind of <laughs> wild. Uh, yeah, Ogie, <laughs> Strahinia, uh, Strahinia. Uh, one more super chat. It's from Laking Ball. He just wants the Celtics to win. But guess what, buddy? Gonna have to keep waiting. Keep paying us for it, though. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you guys. Tomorrow's gonna be an all timer. Like I said. Go to the parade and then come to the bar afterward. Let's all hang out and we'll hang out as long as people are hanging out, man. Just talking and reliving this game and reliving this uh, or reliving this year and yeah. looking forward to whatever comes next for the Nuggets. Which that's the best part about this one. It sure doesn't gonna be feel. Sure doesn't feel like it was like it's over. Feels like we're just getting no, started. We're just getting started. One last little note. Intern Nick's reminded me. Follow us on TikTok. I want to live stream the parade, some of the parade stuff tomorrow, but we have to get to 1,000 followers on our new TikTok account, DNVR underscore clips. So if you have a TikTok, just go follow us so we can activate the live feature. We just started it a week ago. We're trying to get up to 1,000 so we could live stream so many things going on. Hope we can do it. We'll see you guys tomorrow.